In the Old Testament, not everybody had the spirit. Only the prophet and few of the individuals had the spirit on them, and people will go to the prophet to inquire of the Lord or to hear from God. But that's not what we have to do today. There is one God, the Bible says, and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father be glorified in the Son. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. But look at all those believe, 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 believe. Everything in Jesus' ministry, the key to being blessed by the work that the Father has done through Jesus Christ is based upon are we in faith or As we look to you, we praise you for this day. You are the healing one. You are the greater one. And you came to abide, live in us. And we praise you for it today. So in the name of Jesus, every person under the sound of our voice today, they came to hear and to be healed. And we praise you and we thank you for it today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, prophet, let's go to Mark chapter 8 and verse 22 and verse 23. This is where we were last week, and we are talking about faith for healing, and this is part two of faith for healing. All right. Mark chapter 8 and verse 22 and 23, coming from the King James Version, it says, and he cometh to Bethsaida, Bethsaida, and they being bringing a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. Verse 23, and he took the blind man by the hand, led him out of the town, and when he had spit on his eyes, and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. Now notice, Jesus caught this blind man by the hand and he led this man out of town. Mm. You say, what? He walked the man out of town? Yes, he did. All right. Now. And then there is a reason why he did that. Now, faith cometh by what? By hearing, right? That's right. And because faith cometh by hearing, if you are hearing the word of God, faith comes. Let's say it this way. Faith come for healing. It come for finances, whatever mm -hmm. the need be, when you hear the word of God. But now listen, if you are hearing the lies of the devil, you will have faith for that. There are so many people say, well, why God didn't heal me? Why this didn't happen? Why that, you know, well, I was standing in place for another. We're going to get into that. But listen, he led the man out of town to move the influence of others off of him. Mm-hmm. Jesus wanted the man to hear him and no one else. As a matter of fact, Jesus was the only one who was able to help him. That's right. 
and no one else. Do you, do you see that? Yeah. So he led the man out of town. Like we told yes, you last yes. week. Yeah. Uh, the Lord told uh, Abram, get out of your father and mother's house. Go to a land where I will show you. Did he listen? Yes, not absolutely. Not now. No. He didn't listen. Not immediately. Not immediately. He brought, he brought his wife, should have, but he also brought his nephew Lot. Wrong thing to do. <laughs> so you got to leave your lots at home. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying, Jake? Oh lot God. caused a lot of trouble. But the moment Abraham separated from Lot, here come the promises of God manifesting in his life. Here come exactly what God said would happen. It did. Okay. And you know what? It's still available today to happen for you and I. Robert, you got anything there? Well, yeah, I am uh, excited about, give me a topic again. I, I think I heard you say faith for healing. That's correct. Amen. You know, when we look at this passage right here, it's a good example for what we're talking about. Uh, he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the, led him away from everyone. You know, mm -hmm. because many times, as you know, in our my many years that we've been ministering, we've seen the same thing. You have to yeah. get away from the unbelievers because that will hinder uh, that person from receiving what God has for them. And that's why the scripture, you know, says that in Jesus's hometown, in his hometown where he was well known, where people would. I don't think it was so much out of disrespect, but it was a familiar spirit. They knew him. They knew his father. They knew well, his earthly father and mother. They saw him coming up as a young boy and doing the things all other children did. And it was hard for them to believe that he was anointed, the anointed minister of God. They, it was hard for them to believe that. And that hindered, even though it didn't take away, it didn't make, his ministry any less powerful, but he couldn't work for them because the ministry of Jesus is based on what? Faith. Yes. It's based on what we believe. It's based on believing. Uh, just like we looked at in, um, the Bible press seminar on last night, that scripture over in John, uh, chapter 14. Remember that? We looked at John yes. 14. And verses what? Uh, well, we looked at 10 through 14, but I want to focus in on verses 13 and 14. Well, let, let me read the whole thing because it's based on believing God. John mm -hmm. 14, 10 through 14, it says, Believest, you see, it starts with that word. Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. This is Jesus. But the Father, come on, that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. 
Yes. Verse 11 says, and verse 11 starts with that same word. Believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the work's sake. And then he says, verily, verily, in verse 12, I say unto you, he that believe, there's that word, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do what? Also, and greater works than these mm-hmm. shall he do. Why? Because I go to the Father. And look at verse 13. And whosoever, sh- and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father be glorified in the Son. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. But look at all those beliefs, 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 beliefs. Everything in Jesus' ministry, the key to being blessed by the work that the Father has done through Jesus Christ is based upon are we in faith about it? That's right. Do we believe Jesus? That's right. You see, he asks, do you believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me? Well, if you can't believe that, at least believe for the work's sake that I've done. You see it? But he's got to get us to what? To believe, Apostle. We must believe the word of God. That's right. That's so right. so I see here in our in our foundation scripture Mark eight, he says, Okay. He took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spat on his eyes, he put his hands on him. He said, Do you see any what do you see? You see anything? Do you see aught? But bringing him out of the town was significant, wasn't it? That's right. That's right. That was significant. Absolutely. He had to yes. get him away from the spirits of unbelief. Yes. Because even Jesus, you know, in his any ministry and all of his earthly ministry, the Bible says he could there do no what? Mighty works because of their what? Unbelief. Unbelief. Absolutely. So if unbelief can stop him, it can stop us today. Well, there you go. <clears throat> yes. Absolutely. That's good. Now, because of their unbelief. That's right. And that scripture, if you wanted to just add, it's Romans 3. Romans, uh, where it's Romans 3 and 3. And then we have Matthew. I'll give them to you later. I don't want to, um, you know, break up the floor where you're going, but I'll make sure I add them at the end. Go ahead, Owen. All right. And just jump in any way you want. Now, let's say we need to think about faith for everything. Faith for provision, for protection. Faith for being led by the Spirit, direction. Now, we have a lot, I would say, of material uh, in healing school. You see, it, it, it takes you a little time to get through this. But let's look at these things because it will strengthen you. It will strengthen your faith. Okay? Yeah. Now, you got to feed your faith. So if you're being hit with something, 
And you've got to understand, you've got to have faith for whatever it is. That's right. You've got to have faith for it. See, the Bible calls us overcomers. And we are. But how do we overcome? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing. Okay? Now, there are previous accounts like we see here in Mark chapter 8. Remember the healing of the three blind men? And Jesus Mm -hmm. asked them, do you believe I'm able to do this? See, that at believing is again. Mm-hmm. Now, some of these accounts in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and some of them are just in Mark. Now, Mark 8.22 again, they came to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man and besought him to touch him. Now, you can see again uh, from last week uh, the, the role that friends and families can play in another person's life. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody said, oh, I don't agree with that. Well, put your nose in the Bible because many have frustrated themselves and become put out with God because they tried to believe for another person. Hear me now. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They were calling themselves standing in faith that my adult brother, my adult sister would be healed, or my mother would be healed. But you cannot, I want you to hear this, you cannot receive for another adult like you could yourself. Now think about it. If you're going to receive anything from anybody, you want to re- you 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 want to pray that they be receive Jesus and be saved and not go to hell, but go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you do that for an adult person? Can you receive Jesus for another person mm-hmm. and receive Him as Lord? No way. You cannot. I said you cannot. God mm-hmm. won't force somebody to receive Him. Well, the same thing is true for healing. Or what other spiritual things? See, the the Holy Spirit or other things. Now, you can help, but you cannot receive it for them. And you see, Mm -hmm. this needs to be a change. Because many people have missed it in this area. And then they get mad at God. But see, God Mm -hmm. did not let you down. You just, you tried to do something that you didn't have the right to do. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work. But what you can do, friends and family can help to get people to the word or to the message. You see, Jesus is the word made flesh. And they got this man to Jesus in Mark 11, 22. And they begin to besought Jesus for him. Now, it's appropriate to help people. But then there comes a part, prophet, where you have gone as far as you can go. Now it's up to them whether or not they're going to receive. Now, it says Jesus, in verse 23, Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him Mm -hmm. out of town. 
Now, can you realize here, who is it now? It's just him and Jesus. Mm. But he got there with his friends. But now Jesus led him out of town. It is no longer, you know, friends making this happen. It's just the blind man and Jesus. And you see, in mm. every one of our lives, it comes a point where it's just you and him. Are you getting yes. this? Now, thank God for good parents who know God and friends and pastors and ministers who know God, know how to pray, that type of thing. But you cannot know God for another person. You cannot just live on their revelation. Are you still with me here? See, it has to become your revelation of him. Uh, one time. Uh, Brother Hagen said somebody preached something that he really liked. Mm-hmm. And he called him and said, I'm, you know, I'm going to preach that myself. Mm-hmm. And he said, now the first time I preach it, I'm going to credit you for it. I'm going to, I heard so and so say this. And then the next time I preach it, I'm going to say somebody said. And then the next mm-hmm. time, I'm not going to say anything is mine. Praise God. Absolutely. It's mine now. See, it's got to become yours. Now, I'm laughing, but it it really do need to become yours. See, you hear from Larry and Helen, but listen, you cannot know God through us. No. Now, in the uh, account of the interaction with, with Jesus had with the woman at the well of Samaria, he ministered to her. And she went back into her town and told everybody about what happened. And people got stirred up and believed. And then later, Jesus came to town himself. And then the people said this to the woman. Now we believe, not because of what you said, but we have heard him for ourselves. Let's say that together. We have heard him. We've heard him. For ourselves. For ourselves. Now see. It had to be. See, thank God for godly influences. But don't just base your faith or your belief on what somebody else heard and thought from God. You've got to be able to see it for yourself in the Word. And this will also keep you from getting off in the wrong place. Now, see, even though some of our elders are... Uh, uh, very astute in the word, but they can get off. They can make mistakes. But we don't base our faith in our life on other people's experiences, on their visions, on their dreams, mm. or their mm. prophecies. I'm going to say that again slower. Are you with me? Yeah. Do not base your life or your life decisions on are your faith on somebody else's vision, revelations, prophecies. Mm. See, listen, if it's really from God, you will see it in the word yourself. Mm. Pay attention to words now. And if it's really from God, you will see it from the word for yourself. And you will have the witness in yourself. You know, and you say, well, I think they know God better than me. So that's what they believe. Well, I'm just going to go with it. No, no, no. Prophet jumping in the way you want. 
We have a better covenant. In, in Hebrews and other places, we have a better covenant than the old covenant. And what makes it better? The scriptures say, in that day, they are not telling men of their brother and sister know the Lord. It said they will all know him from the least to the greatest. Mm -hmm. So the thing that makes the covenant so wonderful and amazing, in the Old Testament, not everybody had the spirit. Only the prophet and few of the individuals had the spirit on them, and people will go to the prophet to inquire of the Lord or to hear from God. But that's not what we have to do today. There is one God, the Bible says, and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. And we don't have to get other people to pray for us because they have more in with God than you do. Uh, are you awake? Are you listening to me? Yeah. Somebody said, well, I just think they know God better, you know, so I just feel like God will hear them quicker than he'll hear me. Why? Based on what? See? Because they're more righteous than you? No. If they're righteous, it's because they've been made righteous, watch this, by the blood of the Lamb. If you've Amen. been made righteous, you've been made righteous by the very same thing, by the very same blood. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? See, you have access straight to the Father. You don't have to go to mama, to pastor, or to anybody else. There's one advocate. In the right, he's at the right hand of majesty on high who intercedes mm -hmm. for us. And his name is Jesus, the head of the church. Mm -hmm. Now say this. Say, I, I can go straight to God. And go straight to God. For myself. For myself. And didn't the Lord say, do what? Come boldly. Yes. Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy. In the time of need. So what am I saying? God hears you. Yes, he does. See, not you plus somebody else, just you. Thank God we you know we can come together and join our faith, but do not think, well, I gotta get so and so to pray for me, because see this is so important, and you know, they got a little bit more in with God based on what? You are saved or you are not. You are made righteous, are you not? And it's all by the one and only Jesus. So again, you have been made right by the blood of the Lamb. You mm -hmm. have direct access to God himself. Glory Amen. to Jesus. Do you see that? Yeah. What do you say, prophet? I love it. Amen. Praise God. It's Confirmation, uh, we must have faith in the word for ourselves. Other people cannot get it for us. No. No. And there are people who try to get it for somebody else, and it didn't work. Mm. And now, here that person is upset with God. But you shouldn't be. What happened? You was trying to do something that doesn't work. No sense of getting put out with God. You found something. You found out what did not work. Doesn't mean that you're a failure. You found out something that did not work. 
Aren't you glad to know what didn't work and go on and find out what would work? Yeah, we need to know the rules. Say that again. Now, so we need to know the rules because there are rules that govern the word of God. If we want answered prayer, we must know the rules that govern prayer. You know, it's like we were talking about in our um, prayer session on last night. We sometimes look at the scriptures and, well, God said this and God said that. And we assume we come away believing that it all these verses mean the same thing. And they they have different meaning because uh, the Greek and Hebrew uh, uh, versions of these verses give us the root meanings and what they really mean. Even though the same words might be used in different texts, but they may have a different meaning. And so when we begin to understand from the original setting what those words mean, we get a better understanding of what God is saying to us. And what happens is we sometimes lump all those scriptures under the same heading. For example, where when, when God said, you know, ask me over in Mark, I'm sorry, in John 14, that word ask. It's really, he's saying demand. You can demand. You can really make a, you can make a demand on the word of God. Why? Because of your, your, your authority in the name Jesus. And, uh, and many times we don't get an understanding of that. You see, Jesus, he said the word acts implies to demand as something that is due. And this Mm -hmm. is the believer's right to exercise. His or her authority over Satan in the name of Jesus. It, you know, it's a demand or a command for something that is due us. But when we don't know that, we treat it like, well, God said act, so I'm going to act. No, you are standing against Satan and the circumstances which do not line up with the word of God. And because you have that, that authority in the name, in the name, that's what that is talking about. In the name of Jesus, you have authority. But then we go over and we look at John 16 and verses 13 and 14. and uh, I'm sorry, in, in verses 23 and 24, and we start seeing him saying the same thing. You don't need to ask me anything. Well, then somebody might come away and say, well, God said we don't need to ask anything because we know all things. See, we don't understand. What is he talking about there? He's giving us an understanding of our position for New Testament uh, scripture prayer. You see, that's a difference. He's saying, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it you. That's telling us the way we must pray under the New Testament. So it's two different meanings. But what we sometimes do, Apostle, is it's like taking basketball, football, Baseball, because they are all sports, and we've grouped them under all the same rules. Now, we yes. know we can see from the natural, we cannot play football with baseball rules. We'll have a mess going on out there. That's right. It doesn't we work. We need to know the rules for football. We need, to, we need to know the rules for baseball. We need to know the rules for basketball so we can have a good game, and everybody will, you know, understand what we're doing. But that's the same way it is with prayer. We don't know the rules for prayer. We don't know the rules for healing. We don't know the rules for believing for finances, for these scriptures. And so we go in and we just, you know, well, God says this and God, well, find out what he meant. What was he talking about? Because I tell you, that scripture over in John chapter 14, it gives you the right to demand 
anything you can believe God for, demand. Make a make a demand on Satan to lose your health, to lose your strength. That's right. That's right. That's good. That is good. Now, Prophet, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but it seemed like your sound has went out. Can you hear me? All right. Uh, she can't. I don't know if you guys can hear her or not. But let me let me uh, say this to you. There's another scripture that talks about Jesus said, "Ask me." He said, "Ask me of things to come concerning my sons in the works of my hand. Command ye me." Now, that is a powerful word. Look at what he said. Command you me. What is he saying? Make a demand on his anointing. Prophet, can you hear me now? Make a demand on his anointing. Yes. Point me, everybody. Let's see what's going on here. All right. Let me see if I can get you in. Okay. You back in now. All right. There yeah. we are. For some reason, yeah. she went on mute. But we got it back now. Praise God. Now, Prophet, you want to finish what you were saying? No, go ahead. You're doing good. All right. We were saying that the scripture says ask me concerning my son in the works of my hand command you me that's powerful and that is so important we can make a demand on the anointing of God. What does the anointing do? It removes burdens and it destroys yokes. How about that yoke of sickness on you? The anointing will remove it. But you got to be in faith about it. See, we're talking about faith for healing. You got to stir yourself up uh, in the things of God. You got to stir yourself up in faith. And stay stirred up about it. And don't allow anyone to try to talk you out of it. Well, you know, you got to just be realistic now. Sickness and disease is all around you. You you can't you can't keep yourself from it. Why you can't? And based on what? Not based on the word of God, for sure. But that's not what Jesus said. That is not what he said. Prophet, I believe you brought it out. He said, whatsoever you ask in my name, that will he do. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's in John 14. Yeah. Whatsoever you ask in my name, that will he do. 
So why does it say in his name? Because that's where the, the authority lies. That's where the power is. So you, so you must have faith, watch this now, in the name of Jesus. It's like the scripture that talks about, now we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. Well, let's get some understanding there. If you got hit by a car, how would that work for your good? If one of your loved ones got hit by a car, how would that work for your good? It won't. So what is he talking about? When he said all things work for the good, he's talking about the name of Jesus, the word of Jesus, and the blood. What is it? The name, the word, and the blood will always work for your good. Amen. Always. But so many people, they hear these things. They heard the preacher say these things, but they didn't get an understanding of these things. Brothers and sisters, it makes a big, big difference. We need understanding. We must have understanding of these things. See, when you don't have understanding, anybody can talk you out of your victory. Anybody can talk you out of your healing. And that is not the will, the plan, and the purpose of God. What do you say, prophet? Amen. That's right. Yeah. So it is important for us to recognize these things. Now, what a huge deal that is. You see, listen, even the highest holiness angels, the Bible said the angel says, what is man that you are mindful of him? And that you visited him. The angels were shocked that God would give you and I direct access to him. And we are not just servants like they are. We can call him father. Father. The creator of the universe. The creator of the universe. The almighty who sits on the throne over all the universe, are you getting this, is my father. And I can talk directly to him. And you know what? He hears us. And he responds to us and speaks to us. So we talk about faith for healing here. Now, this is so wonderful. See, first John talks about this. It said, behold, what manner of love God has restored on us that we should be called the sons and the daughters of God. Somebody say, I'm a son of God. Now, that's I nailed into son of God. Say it again out loud. I am a child I of God. A child of God. A son of God. A son of God. And Jesus is my brother. And Jesus is my brother. The Almighty Father. The Almighty Father. My Father. He's my Father. Forever. Glory to God. 
See, you got to be a part of the forever family. The Bible says his kingdom will endure it forever. His kingdom and his reign will never end. Soon and very soon, all of this stuff here is going to pass away. The enemy is going to be removed. There won't be no sickness. There won't be no disease. Are you getting what I'm saying to you here? Amen. And you and I are going to be following the master, Jesus, and his brothers and sisters. That's you and I. For eons and eons, we, we're going to have it made, folks. And it helps you to relax, to realize you're going to be around forever, not down here on the earth. But in heaven, your place in him is secure. You're not going to lose it. And that makes you secure as an individual. See, you're threatening challenge right now. But you know what? It's not going to last. What do you say, prophet? Amen. I agree 100%. It will not last. That's right. Folks, listen. Sickness and disease, the Lord has made you an overcomer. He overcame so you and I can overcome. I want to say that again. He overcame so you and I can overcome. Don't you want to be an overcomer? He has made himself available to us. And he said, if you call unto him, he will answer you. And he will show you great and mighty things that we did not know. Glory to Jesus. He will show us.